Greetings, mind crafters, and happy new year. So if you're listening at another time of year, it's July, let's say, fast forward or August or, you know, whatever. Still, happy new year. It's just a happy, good freaking day. It's another gift of a day, and we are starting off fresh. And my name is Kimberly Quinn, and I'm super stoked to talk about um, keeping good company, keeping good company. And since I'm actually recording this, uh, as we just start 2024, I'm going to, you know, talk about starting anew. You know, a lot of people make New Year's resolutions often about exercise and all that's all great. And then often three weeks later, the exercise bikes are all on Craigslist and things like that, or treadmills or ellipticals or whatever. So it's super important when we talk about making positive change to do it in a way that you're excited about, because otherwise it isn't going to last. That's just a fact, Jack. And so I'm inspired today by Richard Carlson, PhD, who's the author of all those good sweat, or sorry, don't, I meant to say, don't sweat the small stuff. And there are a bunch of these little, little books. They're little books. I own a bunch of them. I don't even know how many there are, but this is Don't Sweat the Small Stuff with Family. But, I, you know, I wanted to say I'm inspired by, by Richard Carlson, PhD. He's amazing. I, like I said, I own probably three or four of them. There's Don't Sweat the Small Stuff with Money, with Your Family, with Love. I don't remember the other ones, but they're all really good. And um, also, though, this is a this is a subject I've talked about on episodes, you know, uh, several times, maybe more than several times, because when I talk about keeping good company, I also do that sometimes in the under the umbrella of sort of creating a life minute budget, right? Because there's nothing more important, more valuable than our life minutes, and I think. You know, Richard starts out talking here today in his book about how most people get it that, that, you know, we're affected positively and negatively by people in our lives, people we spend the most time with, you know, and we're affected, you know, in really good ways by our partners and our kids and, um, you know, grandparents, parents, friends or whomever. And, and, and that, you know, the, and there are those who are in our inner circles. We're not talking about you know, somebody having a bad day. I mean, that happens to all of us, right? We have a bad day. And especially when you're locked in for good, you know, with a, with a partner and children and things like that, you roll with it and help them through and love them and support them. And, um, maybe get out of Dodge if it's a grumpy day, you go on a walk or something like that. Um, but, but really it's important to, to think about how we spend our life minutes. It's a very, very big deal because we only have so many and it's very easy to forget that we only have so many. And I think sometimes they slip away the easiest when it's less obvious. You know, when, when, when people are, are, you know, blatantly toxic, then it's kind of a no brainer. Not that I'm saying it's easy because that that's, you know, it can take some, it can take a ton of support to break away from a toxic person. That isn't really where I was going with that, but it's, you know, it's kind of that, uh, a, a no brainer that I don't need to spend time with this person. Maybe I need to have no contact with this person if they're, you know, a, a, you know, just damaging, destructive narcissist or something. Well, let's say there's somewhere more in the middle or middle range towards the, towards the, the flip, you know, the, the side of extreme, we need, we may need to spend almost, you know, no time with them all the way. And then there's the middle, but then there's the one. So that that's kind of the obvious stuff. Like get away from this person. They're stifling my growth. They're stifling my happiness. It's just not good for me. They're like poison, right? 
I think life minutes slide away when the person's more in the middle, or maybe they're even there's not maybe they're not even negative um, as much, or maybe they're a little whiny, but the, you just aren't growing from them anymore. And let's say it's not somebody you're locked in with, like a, a spouse, you know, you know your own children, and you know you're, you're like your you know granny and that sort of thing. But others out there in the world from the workplace or this and that, and we, and we, we often, um, if we, if we outgrow people, we, we think that we need to continue to spend the same amount of time with them. And that just isn't so. And the, the older you get, the more people you're going to meet. So there's only so much time in a day, right? I mean, that's just how it is. And to give ourselves permission to filter out those who are toxic for darn sure, those who are on that end of it, maybe not full-blown toxic, but really, really negative, yeah, you know, then they need to meet to meet. They, 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 they. I'm having a hard time talking today because my mind is faster than my mouth. So I was going to say that those prickly pears need to be demoted, you know, to not, you know, not spending as much time with them because this is the thing. We really, truly are affected by those in our lives. And that's true for the negative Nellies. And that's true for those who really are great examples for us and really empowering. And to really, uh, like, as, as I mentioned, I think a bunch of times, I'm part of a mastermind group and I've also started my own Minecraft business. And so what, and I feel like a grasshopper in that group. So it's, it's pretty refreshing to have such a challenge. And so to want to, you know, um, be more, like that person in a certain way doesn't mean I, that you don't want to be you. You do. You always want to do your best version of you. It's still okay. It's okay though. Somebody's sort of like further down the road from you with something to say, wow, I love their mindset with this. Like, you know, they, they started to build a biz, business. They got smacked down. Their income was knocked back down to zero. They got back up. They reached out to this. They found this group of people. They found this new product, you know, whatever. And, and turn that into your thing. And that was just my example of being an entrepreneur. Let's say it's a mindset with just, you you know, you've found a couple of people, you've been going to the gym, people go to the gym in general, tend to be very positive people. And you're like, wow, that person has a fantastic growth mindset. And, you know, I've always thought, I, you know, I, I didn't realize I had a fixed mindset, but wow, I'd really like to, you know, sort of respond better to life like that person does. Doesn't mean you want to not be you and be them. No, you want to be your best version of you and sort of watching and, and integrating how they manage certain situations. You're learning from that person, just like you would learn in a classroom doing trigonometry or something. It's not that different. You're just learning life skill stuff versus trigonometry. And that is very, very okay because you're, you're just, um, somebody's acting as a visual for you to advance as far as, you know, be, you know, living the highest vibration of yourself. So super stoked to talk about keeping good company, keeping good company today. And it's interesting because Richard here, uh, because this is the one that don't sweat the small stuff with the family. He talks about the, the times where and we talked a lot about this in a different context, right? With separating what we can control from what we can't because those who are, you know, kind of embedded in our lives against spouses and children and maybe parents, grandparents, um, you know, whatever a blended family might look like, you know, all that sort of thing, that there are times 
He talks about when we have little or no control over who we spend time with, also at work. Now, you do have a way more control over the work situation, usually, not always. If it's a situation with, with a power differential and it's a toxic leader, that's a whole other episode because that gets really tough for sure. But let's just say it's, it's um, coworkers, your regular colleagues or coworkers. doesn't really involve a power differential. But let's say you're in close proximity physically. So we won't, we'll make it so it's not even deep. Somebody comes in and we're not going to say they're going through a divorce or they you know, had a death in the family or something like that. Let's just say they're just a negative Nelly. They come in and, man, 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 no, I had a day off and it rained and always rains on my day off. We've talked about that too, the, the pessimists, right? Because it always rains on their day off is like kind of saying that the clouds have a conspiracy against her and uh, they've she's the chosen one. They've decided that it's going to rain on her day off no matter when it is. Those people are completely annoying, and you should spend as little time with them as possible. And however, Richard Carlson says um, that we got to really separate, you know, when we're stuck in certain situations. It might be, you know, a holiday, or it might be um, your desk is literally right next to somebody who's kind of whiny. Um, and I, and my my response to that would be though, truthfully, he's saying I kind of have to suck it up buttercup sometimes. And I would agree in certain situations, in certain situations. In other situations, I would personally move my my desk or my, you know, I would, I think I would, personally I would, I would do that. You know, but things do get sticky sometimes because also you might have a friend, I know somebody like this actually, and, and she, she can be lovely a lot of the time. And she also really struggles with negativity. She just does. And so I have to just, um, I don't want to completely not, um, not hang out with her. I just can all, I have to do it kind of like in doses because the negativity gets to be too much after a while, but I don't, I, I enjoy, I enjoy her. I enjoy her at other times, you know, when, when she's kind of, you know, like we go for a walk sometimes on the weekend or. Um, sometimes go out for lunch. And so, you know, if it's every couple of months or something, that seems to really like, like kind of like in a rhythm with that, it kind of works really well. If I were seeing her, you know, if I were right next door to desk at work or something or seeing her every single day, that probably wouldn't work just because she just has a, she just struggles with it. I'm not blaming or judging or anything like that. It just is, I, it just needs to be doses because the, the whining and complaining on a daily basis would get to be way too much. When there's time in between, she doesn't do that as much because we haven't seen each other and it works out great. So that's kind of what I'm saying. You want to keep really, really good company. You want to keep your best vibes, you know, your inner circle and your, and then maybe the outer, the second circle. Third stringers are good for small talk. We've talked about that. And keep really, really good company because the other thing is people rub off on us. We also kind of become who we hang out with. You know, you hear the old cliche, birds with feathers flock together. Well, that's super true, right? So it's ultra important. And then back to the life minutes thing. You know, our life minutes are so valuable. You think about it. This is what I say to my Minecrafters. You know, spending it with spending your life minutes with people or doing whatever job or chore or, I don't know, just waste binge, or binging on Netflix or whatever, you know, for hours and hours and hours. Those life minutes are not coming back ever. And never, ever, 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 ever. So when it comes to spending time with a whiny complainer, 
I'm not saying it's a, it's a like you're one of your good friends with heartache. That's a whole different thing. We're talking about just me, 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 me. Kind of like in the in the uh, Peanuts comic, that adult sound, wah, 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 wah. When it's one of those thinking, I'm just, when I'm in that situation, I think my valuable life minutes are sliding away from me. And I'll just very politely and respectfully find a way out. Like, beam me up, Scotty, because... They're not coming back and that's it. And so look at it as, as I tell my Minecrafters, you want to spend your life minutes as if they're cash and you wouldn't, you know, spend 200 bucks on a yard sale sweater that has, you know, moth holes in it. You just probably would not. You wouldn't take a hundred dollar bill and light a match to it. Probably would not. Well, why would you spend, you know, unnecessary life minutes with a whiner and complainer? Again, we're not talking about genuine heartache and not going out of your way for people. That's not what we're talking about. Just people taking up oxygen that, that they just don't, don't need to be, you know, saying all this negative, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they can go do that alone someplace. And we, and you know, and that, that old, that old cliche of misery loves company is not a thing. Misery loves miserable company and they, and they try to lower your vibe and no way do we want to, you know, jump off our high flying disc and lower our vibe just so we can commiserate with them. No. And again, authentic, Helping of a friend is not the same thing. And that wouldn't lower your vibe, actually. If it was authentic and it was mindful giving versus mindless giving, that would actually energize you to help a, a good friend through something. It doesn't mean you wouldn't, if you really, of course, you really love them, you're going to feel sad for them. You know, they just lost, had a death in the family or they had a bad breakup. You're going to obviously, you know, be empathetic and sit with them and listen and listen and listen and, and just listen. Um, we're just, like, we're talking about the people just spewing negativity. I personally have zero tolerance for that. I, the, 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 maybe the more seasoned I get, I, and I'm always polite and respectful, of course, polite and respectful with kindness, but man, beam me up, Scotty. So Richard Carlson, PhD, is on the same wavelength as I am because he talks, he's basically, he's talking about life minutes when he doesn't use our word, life-minutes, right? He talks about, he says, uh, your time and energy are among your most precious and important assets. Therefore, it's extremely important to make wise and well-thought-out choices about who you spend your time with. Do you spend time with people who are truly nourishing you, such as your family, right? Whether that's partner, kids, parents, grandparents, and chosen family. Or do you choose your company much more randomly? And then he talks about, you know, like, be honest with yourself. You know, because you might be surprised with your answer. And he says, perhaps you are friends with people without really knowing why. You know, that's, that's, I love this because he's right. That was what I was talking about earlier. When we kind of get conditioned, we are creatures of habit. Human beings are very, very habitual. So it might not be a situation where, where, where she, where it's an evil demon or a, a negative Nell or just a whiny Winnie, you know, it's, um, or once a whiny Williams, so we don't, we don't have all the same genders there, you know, that just this negativity that the, I think it's often when it's more subtle. That's when we have our life minutes stolen when we're just used to hanging out with somebody who we've completely outgrown. And again, I'm saying be always with honesty and kindness, kind of just move on. But, um, we don't want to certainly don't want to be cruel. We just want to maybe spend less time. So he says the same thing. Sometimes, sometimes you don't even know why you're hanging out with that person. You're doing lunch a month and lunch. God, my head is fast today. You're having lunch once per month. I'm not even going to edit. You know why I'm not going to edit that? Because we call it human. 
And anybody who's in the Fast Mind Club who's listening will feel validated. So I'm going to leave that alone, actually. So you might be hanging out with, with friends not even knowing why. You just spend an hour of your life minutes there talking about NASCAR or I'm just saying that because I'm not a huge NASCAR person. If you're a NASCAR person, you have to pick a different example. We're talking about something you just have absolutely zero interest in for a lengthy period of time, and they're one an hour and a half of your life minutes. No way. Imagine if you're 80, 90, 100 years old, and you could have that hour and a half back. Imagine what you could do at 90 with an hour and a half, even if it's just sitting in a comfortable lounge chair with a book and a glass of wine. You want to give it to some negative person sucking the air out of the out of the atmosphere no um sometimes it's out of laziness maybe we might know that they're a little bit annoying or maybe they're maybe they're not even annoying but you just don't have anything going on as, as far as anything interesting there's no growth happening no joy is brought to you or you to the, or them to you to them maybe either it's just kind of this habit and so the laziness thing goes into it too and then and oh, and then um, Richard brings up perceived convenience. Sometimes people spend their valuable life minutes with people doing things they don't want to do, people they don't want to be with, doing things they don't want to do at all because it's convenient. You know, my the person I really want to see lives an hour and a half away, so I'll be with you instead. Of course, you don't say that; that would be horrible. Um, but but it but he, it comes down to to habits and simply not. Just like laziness with anything else. We can be lazy in relationships. And when we're lazy in relationships, we are not living deliberately, which is the Minecraft way. Minecraft is all about being the boss of your brain, grabbing life by the ass, right? And living deliberately. And laziness can trickle in anything, right? Work life, personal life, mowing the lawn. And also it's like it's super, super tall if you're lazy with that. And it's kind of like in, in a metaphorical way, relationships can get overgrown with, with too because of the laziness or of of trimming trimming and weeding out those you just don't need to allot that number of life minutes to anymore very 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 important so richard richard's talking about the same thing he's not saying just you know go and break off friendships you that you actually value it's the opposite of that right and again we're not saying anything involving unkindness absolutely not kindness and respect but you know or and just to do kind of relationship inventory because again there's only so there's so many life minutes in one day so so if they're full of you know if it's if you're spending all kinds of time with with people that you've outgrown you know you don't have a lot of time left for the for just you for one and the people who you you bring joy to them and they bring joy to you and Richard goes on to like, do you have the same values? All these questions, you really need to ask yourself that. Um, and he also, again, we're not talking about judging anybody too. I didn't really mention that word in there. I think it was kind of implied with what I said, since we're talking about being kind and respectful. We're not judging them and saying they're not as good as us anymore, or so-and-so went off to, you know, I went off to college as you, so I went off to college and now so-and-so person went to a, di a different route, maybe didn't go to college, started working right away, went into, did something different, right? into the military it's all the same it's all valuable it's all the same value because we're all we're all inherently worth something no one is saying that what i did is better than what you did and that's why that why i've outgrown you no absolutely not everybody's doing their thing and that's the important thing so we're not talking about judging or looking down and i was like oh i've outgrown you no 
Absolutely not. It's just something that happens naturally. They've gone in their direction. You've gone in your direction. And maybe you're just, and maybe you've gone off in a way and doing something entirely different than from what you used to do when you knew them. And now it really excites you. Maybe you've gone, you've, you know, gone into the military and taken off with it. And you're doing all these cool things and, you know, flying helicopters, who knows, helicopters or whatever. So the important thing is to just realize um, that we only have so many life minutes in the day and to create a budget with it and stick to it. Really kind of go through and, you know, in general, weed out, you know, think about where your time's going, where your life minutes are going, and just, you know, reallocate those precious resources to do things, to spend time with people and do things that really fill you up and make your heart sing. And then lastly, it's important to just remind ourselves that um, the people we spend time with, again, really put their imprint on us as far as affecting our, our you know, they influence us as, as far as affecting our attitude, you know, and um, our state of well-being. I mean, think about it. That was a stereotype with the gym thing. It doesn't mean somebody that goes to the gym every other day isn't crabby. Probably, though, you will find lots of positive people you know, on sports teams and gyms um, and in different positive, you know, different positive places, people that, you know, even book clubs or I don't know, but you're going to find people that are interested in learning, in, interested in self-improvement, interested in their health, interested in, you know, learning new information. And, you know, when you hang, when we hang around people um, who, who have, who have it going on as far as self-improvement and just, and positivity, that's going to that's going to really have, you know influence us on influence us on a daily basis. So it's important to kind of you know cherry pick who you spend the most time with. Okay, excellent place to wind up. This is Kimberly Quinn signing off from the beautiful, very chilly northern Vermont. Have a mindful day.